and this is Chelsea, and she's with Birch and Lime, and and we've got Mikkel here. That's me. I'm recording with Chelsea on my own today because we're doing a little bit of a different format since the start of the new year, where Nick is running his own gig for 30, 40 minutes, and I'm doing the same. And then Nick and I collaborate, get together again for our anchor shows, and we're just going to see how this resonates with you listeners because... Um, we haven't run this type of format that's separated and then we get together and then we separate and we run some guest shows of our own. But today I'm proud to be with you, Chelsea. This is going to be very oh fun. And um, I actually think this is really kind of sweet that even though there's been a massive gap in communication between the two of us, the very start of our meeting one another over email was what seems like a different lifetime ago it was 2014 which is yeah insane it is insane to think about that just because if you think about where your career was back then i remember i was hungry (laughs) okay there you go (laughs) isn't that funny to think about now which yeah sometimes it's good to reflect on those umpteenth segments of years ago to understand how far you've gotten and appreciate the stresses that you've undergone to where you live today. So Chelsea, just go ahead and share a little bit about what jump-started our connection from the beginning, if you don't mind, and then you can kind of tap into the start of your own first client in your independent practice at the very start. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's such an insane a story to like to think about i mean so you know you're going 10 years ago yeah um you know i was yeah yeah i was 21 22 at that point um and oh, i'm still so young chelsea I, I so i yeah i just just turned 30 33 um, a yeah. couple of weeks ago um but i was in college and um i was actually found your podcast uh because I had an hour and a half drive to school. Yeah. And so I know, I don't, I, I've genuinely tried to forget that time of my life. Right. Um, but I had an hour, an hour and a half one way, uh, four days a week. And so I was spending a lot of time in the car and um, I was uh, driving to the satellite campus after, so currently based in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and we had actually just moved here. I just got married uh, three months prior to moving down, trying to all these college, changes, uh, like all of these yeah. changes. And um, uh, my first job here. So talking about like that, that first client. So I was bartending at the time at this craft beer bar and um, and doing so much driving. And um, so I started listening to the podcast and it. I, I was studying um, graphic design. So that was my, my, I guess, fine art was my major, but I feel like most people have a fine art degree, don't actually do it for the fine art. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> um, right. So, graphic design. Um, and then I started listening to your podcast because I, and I, I hope none of my old teachers listen to that. I mean, I hope they, they do because it's a great podcast, but I hope they're not listening to me specifically now. I hated the program. I hated the program. Um, I didn't feel like I was learning what I needed to learn to be successful outside of school and like outside of 
fine art. At that time, um, did you know what you wanted to do? Did you know you wanted to jumpstart your own independent practice so even no. then? I, okay. I, I think for me, that was like a, the, the pipe dream, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. that was something that I was like, oh, like, that's so cool. Um, you know, I can I, relate with that. Following... Pipe dream is actually a good way to express it, that. Yeah. yeah. I, I had been following a lot of like, um, like what like Chris Doe had been doing, um, which I, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, I ended up actually in one of his uh, live recorded classes. So if you want to see me cry, um, oh, go through like, if you want to see me cry on camera, oh. uh, go through his stylescape course. <laughs> Uh, he, oh, he complimented really? me one time and I cried over it. Um, oh. I, I try not to be super emotional, but people that I look up to, it's like, you give me an ounce of attention and I'm just like sobbing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I I felt like I learned more from, you know, listening to you and Nick talk about like the, the processes and, you know, what was relevant at the time interesting i felt like i, felt like I learned then, more than the class you were paying for than the <laughs> class that i was paying for um so I mean, yeah from from there i actually spent quite a few years in uh marketing departments and i got so tired of somebody who's never done my job telling me how to do it mm. and at one point i just kind of had enough i was like i'm out yeah, and this then politics working. get involved, and then it becomes less and less about the learning yeah. experience of hand, the hands-on material at any given time. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, so to share the the tidbit about the jump start to your business, though your first client during yeah. that time frame. Yeah, so um, I was bartending, and I actually. I, I was I was just your your lowly bartender, um, and a guy who worked in my kitchen. Uh, his name is David Workman. Uh, he got a new job at a local brewery here in town uh, called Blue Stallion, and he was their head brewer. He had been home brewing, and then they hired him on to start brewing for for them. And I remember getting a text from him. And he was like, Haley, like, you're, you're studying graphic design, right? I was like, yes, why? <laughs> and he was like, would you be interested in doing a label, like, for the brewery? And I was like, um, yeah, I would love to. That, like, you know. When he inquired of that, and by that he meant the, the, the whole packaging, the, the packaging t design. So, yeah, so they actually for the brand. weren't in, dis in distribution yet. Okay. um okay so and they they kind of had they had some existing labels but they wanted to do something else and you know as someone who i really had i had no business taking this project on um absolutely none and it's it's kind of a joke now because like, we, we went through an entire rebrand um, uh -huh. about two years ago and like thank god we did um <laughs> because I had, I had learned so much over the last you know right eight years but prior oftentimes what it takes right I mean, yeah, I, I was white lying through my teeth in order to get my first gig. Yeah. And you make it sound as though, it, and I, I'm, I'm fine sharing that aloud with you and listeners because I guarantee you that we're not alone in that vein. Yeah. That's oftentimes how you got to get through. To yeah. First, hands-on, learn, really, really tough shit, get yeah. through it, and know how to better treat the next round. Yeah. So, and I, I'm pretty sure I did it for free. Like, you know, it was sure. just like a, you know, sure. let, let me portfolio, like a, a learning okay. experience portfolio yep. builder. 
um, I mean, yeah. So it's like, you know, my, my first couple of years, uh, were, were really portfolio building projects. Um, yeah, I was in a really incredibly fortunate situation where, you know, my husband had a great job. Like we were okay. You were able I, to play yeah, and, yes. and figure it out. Yep. I was, I, I was, I was able to figure that out. And, um, and it, yeah, I mean, it, all, all of a sudden, like things kind of started clicking into place. Um, you know, I learned how to be more efficient and, you know, more strategic in design. Um, brand strategy became a really big part of my process, you know, and, and doing sessions with clients and kind of starting to then build out, you know, just think of, you know, things outside of just, well, what's this one design element, but really thinking, you know, how does this, you know, one element kind of communicate with the rest of the, the brand that they have. And it's like, yeah, well, I don't have one. Great. I need to learn how to build that. Yeah. Nice. So like that, yeah, that really kind of kickstarted everything. So were you taking little small potato jobs in addition to this, or was this your one main focus at that time? Um, so after I, um, I, I, I was in three, uh, corporate marketing jobs, um, right out of college, which I was very thankful for. Yeah. That's a great uh, experience. Internal in-house stuff though. Oh no. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. It's like, we all uh, have those the, stories the, to share though. Yeah. The first two were great. The last one, it was just a family manager. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, I, I think I learned more through my bad experiences that yeah. I did the good. Sure. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, I was kind of doing these small little side projects while I had, you know, these full-time jobs until, um, until my, I finally went to my husband and I was like, I think I can, think I could make this go off on my own job. Yeah. Oh, I think I can do it. And he was like, if you believe you can, I believe you can, like, we'll figure it out. Uh, so what's really cool about the timing aspect to this story? We'll say, well, let's see what year was that specifically? That you made uh, the leap. That was oh gosh, I think my my daughter who's turning seven was less than a year old. So math. Oh, you so also had a baby in the mix. Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't that how yeah. it goes though in life when it rains, it pours? Okay, so so that's interesting because the the reason I wanted to pinpoint that is because during that time for the show, our target target mm -hmm. audience. And we ventured discussions that will, were full on those that wanted to leave the corporate gig, in-house creative agency slash firm gig, and run in their independent practice on their mm -hmm. own. A ton of our listeners at that time were moonlighting in addition and freelancing on the side in addition to their full-time job yeah. in-house. So- and, and literally in-house because there was no hybrid slash, you know, remote yeah. full-time oh, no. roles no. Back, back then by and large. So those were unicorn jobs. <laughs> those were unicorn jobs. So I was one of them um, before we jump started the show where I was working full-time gigs and zero personal life just went home, cranked yeah. on freelance gigs until it was time yeah. to go to bed and did the same thing all over again. Um. So you had been making that work before you clearly had this discussion with your husband about making the leap, which is so cool because that's literally what we spoke about. Here's, you guys can do this. Here's how I did it. And no two stories are the same. Yeah. And you, you can make it work. Here's some 
some concepts here, some topics for the show to help make it work, make it ride. And I love now in hindsight, being able to connect with you in this way, because um, I want to learn and, you know, brewery, I, I didn't know about this before we started this episode. I know Nick is going to hear this and go, oh, damn it. I missed it. So we're going to have to have you on again because he's all about restaurant brewery stuff. Oh, food, yeah. Food and beverage. I'm going to feel left like out once we get the two of you together. Yes. Yeah. He's, it's become his, his niche exercise and experience and his wheelhouse altogether at this point. So that would be really fun to get, to get another show come future War of the Three. Yeah, I, I would love, but yeah, yeah it would be so much I, fun. I would, yeah, cause I would love to ask him how that went over, uh, 2020. Yeah. Almost all of my clients shut down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, was, yeah, that would be fun it, to get, to, to get into yeah. some sort of tangent about. But let's um, talk about how, from that point, you were able to ramp up and get referrals underway or some of your soliciting under the way to bring more clientele in to where you are now. From a high-level perspective, I mean, you can yeah. get granular if you want to tra trail off into any parts of it. I mean, I may do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it really, it was, you know, putting myself out there. Um, it was a lot of social media. Um, yeah. I am very fortunate that I'm at a place now. So I, I, if, if I can do my math right, which I always make a joke, like I have an art degree, give me a little leeway here. Yeah, same. Um, same. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'm in my sixth year. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I'm very grateful that at this point, I don't really have to rely on seeking out clients. Um, most of my clients are either return or word of mouth. Right. Excellent. Uh, but, but at the beginning, I mean, it's going to networking meetings, putting yourself out there, shoving a business card in as many open hands as possible. Um, you know, having a, a website up with whatever portfolio you can kind of mash together you know, without yeah. having a ton of experience, but you know, it's like, that's, that was the most important thing you say, Oh, Hey, like, yeah, like I do graphic design, I do branding. Like they go, okay, great. Like, can I see some of your work? Sure thing. <laughs> and, you know, and you're kind of pulling old like college projects and, you know, some like right. yeah, no, projects I together. I, I know. And, I hear uh, you. I, I even made up projects. Um, I never <clears> lied. <throat> uh, I, I did the work, but it's like, you know, I would, I would do branding for a, a fake company and kind of you know put that up as just like a sample um but it's actually yeah. a very good idea because you're 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 mocking up for mock-up purposes mm -hmm. and real life application um, yeah so it's like yeah I, I i had to kind of find a way to show my work without having a ton of previous client experience and so that yeah. was a huge thing for me it's like i know there's a lot of the like um like 30 logos in 30 days like you know they'll do that yeah. you know once or twice a year I did, I did a lot of those, um, where, you know, then I would, I would do the, the logos and then I would, you know, kind of build marketing collateral around that. That's cool. Yeah. To make it so, a I mean, family was, cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Project. And, and that people kind of started seeing that. Um, and then it, it just kind of spread out from there and I don't yeah, really great. know what happened. Like it's kind yeah, of like no, it's hard once it's behind <laughs> you, it's hard to pinpoint what took off second, third, and so on. I understand. But now, um, with respect to your largest existing account types, mm -hmm. 
Would you say by and large they're in the beverage or food and beverage industry altogether? So I would say they were. Uh, yeah. I would say now it's it's a relatively even split. Um, so talking kind of pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so many of my clients shut down. I didn't have work for about a year. And in that year, oh. it was a lot of panic. It was a lot of, yeah. well, you know, I kind of pigeonholed myself into this industry. Yeah, It was, I, I was working with quite a few um, local restaurants as well as breweries. Yeah. And, um, every, you know, it was silent. It was, yeah. you know, nobody had income. So they're definitely no. not going to be spending money on They weren't revisiting know. budget to they, know what they could afford outside. Yeah. I know. So I, I had to pivot and I had to kind of find industries that were still operational. And report our digital of, first, remote first to understand. Yeah. And, um, I, I ended up, you know, finding a, a handful of other clients, which now one of them has become my not only long-term highest paying client, but like monthly um, retainer type of retainer. Excellent. Um, and they're in uh, the fitness apparel. Athletes. Oh, really? So, I mean, it was, it was so far out of what I was used to. And um, so I've been working with them for about three years. And so we actually met and started working together, I believe in 2020. Because it it didn't affect them, they were they were still having growth, huh? So um, you know they they brought me on, and um, now I kind of I work in tandem with their executive and marketing team and sales team. Fitness and, apparel did not yeah. take a hit for them throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, so they, I, I truly, I, I think a lot of it is just people, people. Work out from home, work out that. outside there. Yeah. If, if I can't, I'm going to like work on myself. I mean, the legging so, industry went nuts. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I was, I, I just knew that I didn't have to wear slacks and tight ass jeans for meetings I don't think I've worn because you can't see me. Years. Years. Yeah. <laughs> so leggings, I hear you bring it on comfortability, mm-hmm. flexible. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. And so I was like, okay, like I, this is, I know nothing about this interest industry. So I, I learned as much as I could. Uh, Did you tell in... them that from the get go? Oh, were you okay. frank about that in the beginning? Um, I mean, I, I never told them I could do something I couldn't do. Um, and that's, that's always been a really big thing for me is I, I'm going to be honest if I don't know how to do something, but I'm going to do my best to learn how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of good uh, for you like researching on my own and it learning that transparency was extremely refreshing and notable for them I, about you. I have, I have found that, um, and, and this is, you know, it, some people it's, it's a giant turnoff. <laughs> um, yeah, I think all of my clients who have come back to me appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because that's, that's just, that's who I am. That's how I function. I'm not going to tell you I could do something that I can't do. Mm-hmm. But if it's something I think I can figure out, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you know, mm-hmm. you know, and then we can, we can make that decision together, whether, you know, you want me to kind of go down that path and try to figure it out. Like right. they're redoing their Shopify, their e-commerce site right now. Yeah. I don't Amazing. have a ton of experience with e-commerce. Right. So I said, look, I, I can learn it or right. we can go to someone who. Well, what know, a great learning curve and means for growth for you at the same time. There's nothing mm-hmm. short of benefit. In that and 
I'm with you because what can oftentimes stem from indicating, no, that that's not my area of expertise. However, I know that we can get there. It yeah. allows you a chance to make some other connections. In fact, for my business, reaching out to other unicorns has enabled me to collaborate with team members in support of my business as partnership, which is great and took a long time for me to learn how to let go. But now that I'm there, so and, yeah, it did take me a long time. So I can, I can appreciate that you're in the midst of not, yeah. not feeling totally confident with that. And I, I, there were some screw ups like where I had to redo what they thought they accomplished for the business and pull all nighters. But finally, you know, found a groove with, you know, not a ton of individuals. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. that, that rise to the bar level that I, I need and expect and what is become standard for the business across accounts that, you know, that reach out to us. But, um, yeah, that can be really great advantage to be able to knock on other doors um, behind the scenes because oftentimes the client doesn't know directly for themselves who you're getting in touch with and why and how long that collaboration may last before you feel confident on your own supporting their brand. So that's... Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, finding those partnerships where you can, like, you know, like if I hand something off to them, I know it's going to be done right. Um, yeah, confident. I mean, yeah. it, it can take years it to me. source out those people. Um, and then yeah. I, I, I had a, a with Claire, uh, a developer that I leaned on quite a bit, um, you know, and, and she was phenomenal. And, but it's like, you know, she stopped taking on new work. And so it's like, you know, you, you kind of, kind of have this, churn this constant churn of like you know either something wasn't done to your expectations or they were phenomenal and have moved on you know it's like so it's it's this kind of ever-changing and evolving problem yeah placing all those eggs in a basket can make you feel at risk yeah. and that can go for bread and butter accounts too you just mm -hmm. explained one that's been three years and going um i have a long-term bread and butter in spokane in the fintech space and i always think to myself come you know tax time when i'm running the numbers oh god oh god what if what if they call me tomorrow and they just say we've hired everybody internally we're we're good with a 30-day notice and thanks so much for your time and your support oh yeah that's that's and that's entirely terrifying i mean especially when you know i have very much structured my work and my schedule to be uh, done by three o'clock generally good for you um, yeah because because that's when my daughter comes home yeah and you know for me for me personally it's like you know that was that was such a huge perk of like having my own business was that you know I could take I, she plays hockey you know I, I can take her oh, to nice. practice I'm at every yeah. game you know when she's you know home off the bus I'm done I can walk away from my computer but now that being said <laughs> as you know my my work with uh my uh apparel client increased I stopped taking on other work you become very like reliant on you know a handful of clients 
Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like you, you can get into a very scary situation of like, it's a 30 day notice. You know, like you said, like yeah. I, I've all of Do my you run um, 30 days. contractual agreements with signatures on both ends to accommodate that term in, in the event that the client does opt to shift and turn their vendor, existing vendor support elsewhere. Do you have those, those types of, yeah, those? Yeah. But I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I say, I say yes. And I do, but I mean that truly the, um, it is, it is a 30 day notice. Um, and that's, definitely uh not always going to be enough time to you know find the replacement for that yeah especially when you're talking about this is a relationship that i've nurtured over the last three years it's taken three years for them to become you know my largest client yeah um you know what it's it's always in the back of your head it's always in the back of your head but you know what that's not i go through ebbs and flows of when it's high stress Mm -hmm. and then it starts to to trail off a little bit more and I'm not as worked up about it. But um, for for that reason and protection, not only for myself and my business, but for those contracting and supporting mm-hmm. um, the business, I prepared a 90-day 90, 90 term um, agreement. Yeah. And just because the client <laughs> signs that agreement doesn't mean that they're going to run all design and creative and development support through you exclusively. It there's, there's, you're not, I'm not going to bring anybody to court in, in case they say, Oh, we would love to introduce you to Trina. She's also going to support some of the work that you've had your hands on for marketing purposes. I mean, they can do that at any time. To, mm-hmm. In which case, my hours drop substantially. So I've always been curious about that. You know, I, I my shoulders went down once signatures were made. And then I was talking with my sister going, wait, they can still do whatever the hell they want. I'm not owning their process and telling right. them. I, like nobody's policing them to accommodate my business and that relationship altogether. So then it got me worked up and worried all over again, of course. I mean... <laughs> It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's a, it's a, it's a horrible one, but, but it's important to recognize that you, you shouldn't let those, those risks and what may come get in the way of doing a phenomenal job and benefiting to the best of your ability from any given project, any given month life. Like for those that live in paranoia, it's the same, it's the same circumstance. Like you're not going to live life to its full potential if you consistently worry day in and day out. Um, so mom to mom, this is so cool. Um, I will tell myself, Chelsea, the moment that those two come home from school, I'm done. I'm not looking at my phone. Mm -hmm. I'm not checking email. I won't check Slack. I won't this, that. And I do, I do. I see, I see a ping. I see a nudge. I see a notification come in and, um, I'll get nervous thinking, well, if I don't, if I don't get back to them within a certain amount of time with a, with a sub project they're, they're talking about needs to be the focus come tomorrow morning, then I don't want to leave them shaking. Yeah. So are you true to what you said earlier? Do you, do you not, 
from the time that she gets home until the time that she goes to bed, do you not even mess with it? No. Um, and, and I will say that's taken so much practice. Um, mm -hmm. it is incredibly rare that something comes up that cannot wait till morning. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, I, I, yeah. I, I, dro I drop her at school at, uh, you know, seven 30. They mm -hmm. have early, um, the elementary school starts on at seven 40. What? Oh, you know, whoa. Um, so anyway, so, so, wow. You know, in my mind, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back by seven thirty-five. Yeah. So, get started. you know, unless it's something that for whatever reason, you know, if, if, if it's my fault, if something yeah. is my fault, I hear you, that's different. Then mm -hmm. that's different. You need to address it. Sure. And if it needs to be addressed, I'll do that. Um, you know, and for all I care, she can sit on the chair behind me, you know, and talk to me the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I truly try to be done. That doesn't mean that I'm never on my phone. That doesn't mean that I don't sometimes, you know, while we're sitting occasionally, you know, if an email pops up, I sometimes will shoot back. Um, but I'm not scheduling meetings. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not typically sitting at my desk working in, um, in now hitting, hitting the files themselves, yeah. touching the files. Okay. Yeah. This is excellent. And actually I think I can learn from you um with this i it, working from home has its perks but god damn it it sure has its it sure has its disadvantages really it can really be a bitch to work work through really really sad. <laughs> but but i'll tell you um you know I, I i always think oh it's just steps away I, I can't, I, I got to look and verify something with the file. I know I've got the program open on the Mac right now. Anyway, I'm just going to step in there for just a second. It's never a second. And are the second. kids tired of hearing me say, I'll be there in one moment. I practice saying one moment because that way it's not saying a second, three minutes or 30. It's Olivia will a moment. A timer. Oh, if, I, if I tell her I, I just need 10 minutes, she will go and set a 10 minute timer and she will be back oh, and she'll her. say, it's been 10 minutes. She's but, but that's right. But it's like, she keeps me accountable, mm -hmm. you know? And so mm -hmm. I, I think that she has actually helped me a lot in that. Um, yeah. Because I was going to just be tr true about something for a second and mention the guilt that I often tell yeah experience and feel when my mind is not in the moment with the hamburger card game that we're playing <laughs> at that time. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her, but I'm not really playing that game with her. And that's an issue. Yeah. And, and that, that I will say I struggle with that significantly more than going into my office. I have, um, so actually I'm looking at it in front of me here behind my computer. Um, I've been, eight foot by eight foot arch and we built custom sliding doors so I could have that very physical barrier of separation and I will say the day those went up it significantly decreased the amount of times I felt like I needed to come in here because all I do in here is work this is only work this is nothing but work and it it gave me you know this physical and mental barrier but 
so I, so I got a lot better about that, but it's like, I'm sitting at a hockey game and email comes through. Yeah. I'm probably checking it. You know, I'm probably responding and probably thinking about, you know, whatever was in that email, that's something I, you know, that needs to be prepared for the next day or, you know, some last minute task that came up. Um, it's hard because I want to be a good present. Yeah. Present. Yeah. And parent. a parent relationship puts a little bit more of a stigma on all of those thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's like, I, but I also, you know, don't ever want my clients to feel neglected. But it's like, but more importantly, I don't want my children to, my, my children, I might, I, I just have one. Um, I don't want my child to feel neglected. And, but it, it is this constant, constant battle. And like, there are just some nights where I have to work late. You yeah. know, I just, it's yeah. a deadline. And that I, is, that is another good mention for the perk of working from home because you can manage your hours to the extent where you won't yeah. stress in the moment, knowing that you can touch it later on. Um, if needed. Yes. If, if needed. Yeah. I'm not a sharp, I, I'm a morning person. I know that mm -hmm. about myself. I think that that's useful to know that about oneself. But again, that also takes learning experiences and time to figure out along the way all the same. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, have you ever, or do you envision planning for a space that you can work outside of the home? I mean, affordability Ooh. issues aside. Let's yeah, say there so, is, yeah, a, a space. If if money was no object. If money were uh, no object. You know, and I say that, and I, I have really been able to build myself a beautiful office here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, and I, and I love it. It's, it's a, it's a space that's very conducive to creative work. Right. Um, but yeah, some days I just kind of wish I had somewhere else to go. Um. So I, I say this in, in kind of a, a unique position here. So my husband also works from home. Oh, he does. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and his, his office is, you know, just down the hall from mine. <laughs> um, and he, I mean, yeah, it, sometimes like I, I, I go back and forth because I, I love my office here, but sometimes I wish that my work was not literally attached to the place that I also rest. So uh -huh. I, I do sometimes wish there was more of that separation. Yeah, I remember that travel commute time frame where it enabled me to digress and shift. Yes. Um, my husband will come home after picking up my daughter and she's got all these things that she wants to share straight away and right in the middle of something yes. right here. Front door is right there. And I My front need, door is also right there. Is that right? I need a yes. minute to yes. shift. I still got all of these inner workings and to-do pieces on the mind where I'm not going to be attentive to you. So, um, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, these are first world problems, right? I always try to remind I, myself oh, of that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> however, however, day in and day out, yeah. it's all relative, right? It starts to yeah. weigh in its own manner for oh, you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, th this is I genuinely, like being a working parent is, a, a, even in the you know, kind of limited hour capacity that I'm a working parent. Like, I mean, this is something I could talk for hours about. I, same. I could keep going. And did I, t I, 
listener, just so you guys know, I put together this rough outline and I knew we weren't even going to get halfway through it, which wonderful. And you and you and Nick have to get on together. I need to be able to witness these conversations that will stem from this same type of um, clientele experience. Very fun. Well, Chelsea, lovely to have you. We'll have you again, listeners, just to give you a little teaser. Chelsea will be back, hopefully. Oh, it's been wonderful. Yeah, and it's the start, Chelsea. Oh, 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 oh,